0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to a Community of Principles podcast, a conversation to support leaders. I'm your host, Ben Gilpin. Now, let's get this started. Okay, we're back at a Community of Principles podcast. I have Carla Vondren with us today. Before we get to Carla, a couple of things. We are wrapping up 2021 and transitioning to 2022. Hmm will 2022 be better? Will it be worse? Will it be, what is it going to bring? It's always difficult to say. I know as educators, there's so many of us out there that are control people, right? We want to be able to control everything. Well, I can tell you these last couple of years have taught us one thing. We can't control everything, but we can control our attitudes. So hopefully as we transition to a new year, 2022, being as positive as possible, uplifting others, just making those connections. Those are some of the things that we can control. So be thinking about in 2022, hmm, let's not compare it to 2021. Let's make it the best we can. And that's going to be up to us and our attitude. And without any further ado, Carla Vondren, welcome Community Principles Podcast. How are you?
1: I'm great. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. How are you today?
0: Actually, I'm really doing quite well. We've got Spirit Week here, and as we're wrapping up the break, and uh, tomorrow's Ugly Sweater Day. So I'm a little, I'm, a l- I'm struggling a little bit because some of the ugly sweaters that I actually want to wear are probably just not going to be understood
1: by the little <laughs> ones.
0: They're more adult humor, and I can't wear those, so <laughs> my own little selfish plug right there. But, no, things are good. Carla. Tell us uh, where are you currently at
1: and how'd you get there? Okay, great. Thanks. So I'm Carla Vondren. I'm from East Jordan Elementary School. I've been the principal here for 12 years now, the start of my 12 year. And I ended up in beautiful Northern Michigan because my husband is originally from the area. So I'm originally from the Grand Rapids, Muskegon area is what I say. And really, I have to say I'm a principal because I've been surrounded by amazing leaders over my career. I'm from a family of non-educators, but my mom always really laid out how important education was and really displayed that well. And some of the people that I'm so thankful that I would say put me in this chair in this role would be Tanya Shoup and um, Michelle Carter from Granville. I worked for Tanya and Michelle in some early childhood pieces as a teacher. Terry Starr and John Hoover in my Elk Rapids career. And then Gloria Graber from Forest Hills. She was a coach to me early on in my career. And they just really pushed me to do this leadership role. And I'm so thankful that they did.
0: Fantastic. So Carla, 12 years, we have something in common, 12 years from me at Warner. So 12 and 12, there you go.
1: Yay. (laughs) How about
0: prior to that? Were you in the classroom at all?
1: Yeah. So I started my career as a Montessori teacher Black River Public Schools in Holland. And then I transitioned to Granville Century Park Learning Center for three years. And then I was a first through third grade teacher there. And then two years in special education in Elk Rapids. So that's my education or my teaching prior to being a principal.
0: Mm, I like that background though, especially special education, because I would imagine that has greatly helped you as
1: a leader. Yes, definitely. I think understanding the scope of what best practices look like and how to make that work in the, the classroom has been really helpful in terms of tier one instruction for sure.
0: Absolutely. Well, we got a handful of questions, but let's just dive right in. Carla, what are two things most people don't know about
1: you? I love this question. It's so funny. (laughs) You're like, have to think hard. So I'm a graduate of Aquinas College in Grand Rapids. And I learned this spring after 18 years that my teammate and I, we must have been told somewhere along the line, held the all-time career wins in the softball history. And then this spring, two girls that were seniors broke that record. So it was fun to get to meet them on Facebook and to reminisce with my old teammate Like somehow we didn't know. Well, we knew that we were, we held that record. We just didn't know it was 18 years long. So that was pretty exciting. That is. For them and for us too.
0: So do you, do you still get out? Do you coach at all? Do you do anything along the, with, because it sounds like there, I mean, there were, if you had some records, you couldn't have been too (laughs) shabby.
1: I, you know, I have some coaching experience in my past. I haven't really coached much. Outside of the elementary level, since I've become a principal, but you know it's in my heart, and you'll see me at the games and helping as much as I can.
0: Good for you. So, what's a what's the second one you've got for us as far as uh, something else that we don't know about you? Okay, Aquinas. So, I, I mean, there was a handful in there. I, we could probably pull two or three out of there with softball and the accolades and Aquinas. But are you, I'm sure you've got something else for us too.
1: <laughs> so, one thing really exciting. When I thought that I really would probably most people don't know is that I went scuba diving prior to COVID for the first time. My husband's a big scuba diver and it's something that he really wanted on my bucket list. And so I decided to do the classes here in Charlevoix. And then I did my first dive in the cathedrals of Maui. And so when I did that, the instructor said, you picked a primo spot to start. So I would say that was quite an experience and something that I'll never forget.
0: Okay, so now this has got a segue to another question. <laughs> if that was the first time you were scuba diving, how did you meet your husband?
1: So, I met him up here randomly. We were on a camping trip and friends introduced us. And then we ran into each other a couple of years later and that's how I met him and how I ended up here and he's a very experienced scuba diver. It was we've been on trips <laughs> On our honeymoon, actually, they were talking about how many times have you scuba dived? And this was prior to me being a scuba diver. They were having people raise their hands. And he has done over 300 dives. I had no idea (laughs) until he was raising his hand on the bus while I was snorkeling while he scuba dived.
0: (laughs) See, this is what's beautiful. This is why I love this, because I have a whole new depth of knowledge on you that um, goes well beyond the academic piece, but I also know more about you academically too. So I know people listening are going to pick up those same tidbits. (laughs) That's great stuff. How about question two though? What's a current issue that you're dealing with?
1: I would say, with the holidays around the corner, just this is really at the forefront of my mind. Trying to balance traditions and activities that are so rewarding for students that we know are important to our community, are important to them, while still making sure everyone's safe and being creative, and you know, trying to hold those and is an importance and giving them an experience that, that they won't forget and or lose out on in their early or late years of elementary school.
0: Right, because. We're trying to figure out how do we make sure we keep kids safe. But also along those safe that safe piece is also the mental health piece. Mm
1: -hmm. So if
0: we if we cut out all of those activities, if we just make the school a fortress, then they lose out on some of those activities that's gonna hurt the mental health. It is a tricky balance. So I, I like the fact that you brought that up, especially this time of year. But even going forward, we got holidays the second half of the year as well, that we're constantly having to think about, whether that's Valentine's, whatever it might happen to be. There's always celebrations that happen throughout the year, especially in the elementary realm.
1: And those traditions, they're so important. And again, just trying to do our best. And when I love the quote by uh, Maya Angelou, you do the best you can until you know better. And when you know better, you do better. Yep. So kept living by that.
0: That is one of my favorites as well. Well, let's go to question three. What's a victory in 2021 for you?
1: So as many of us have experienced, a lot of our really amazing staff have, have retired over the last couple of years. And so a victory I would say is starting the year this year with an all-star staff, new staff, lots of new staff, and they are just incredible. And I'm just so thankful every day for the time and effort that they put in. Tom Murray talked about um Inky Johnson's story from the grocery store and how one person can make such a great experience that lasts and like wants kids and families coming back. And as you know, in Michigan and especially northern Michigan, the school of choice is huge. And my all-star staff is just really hitting it out of the park. They're just creating experiences that are keeping kids coming back. And I am just so proud to be part of the team with them and just so proud of the work that they're doing.
0: What a tremendous win. And you fully see that it's more than just you and you're and you're pushing in and building up the people around you. So good on you. But it's, uh, you know, I just, I love what you shared about, um, you know, that is a win because right now with staff shortage that's happening everywhere, embracing the staff that we have, and especially when they are giving their all and, and acknowledging and affirming that too. So, I love it. That's that's a great one. That's a huge win. So Carla, season five is all about hashtag you matter. And as we think about ways that we are able to take care of ourselves, it's important that we are not pouring from an empty cup. So the final question that that um, I have for you is, what is something that Carla does for Carla?
1: Okay. Probably is going to be similar to what most people say, but for me, I have Boyne Mountain in my backyard. And so where we live, and I just really feel spending time outside and spending it there, whether it's mountain biking, fat biking, hiking, snowshoeing, skiing, cross-country skiing. I just think getting outside and enjoying the beautiful outdoors really has been peaceful for me and kept me going and really grounded, I think would be the best word.
0: Mm, Good for you. And I know I've heard that from some others as well, you know, getting out, fresh air. It's not necessarily all about the, um, the physical exercise. It's just more or less being out in nature. And that's very therapeutic in its own right. But also, you know, you didn't mention it, but I would imagine many of the things that you can do up in Boyne, especially this time of year, involve winter activities. And then shoot, maybe do some scuba diving for yourself in nature, <laughs> right? Come summertime. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
1: I don't know. Yeah. I keep saying I'm going to do Lake Charlevoix or Lake Michigan. People say it can't be that that Hawaiian experience, though. So.
0: Probably not, but yeah, you never know. So, yeah, but you're still out in nature and you're still able to do some of those things. So, Carla, it has been fantastic having you on and, and getting to know you in a deeper, better sense. Really, as people listen to this episode, my whole goal in putting out the Community of Principles podcast is to connect us all. And as Carla is sharing her journey, her experience level, some of her background, also some of the things that she's passionate about, hopefully you'll reach out, connect with Carla, and continue to build your network throughout the state of Michigan and beyond. So, Carla, thanks again for coming on. It was great seeing you face-to-face at MEMSPA, and it was fantastic hearing your story and everything that you had to share here on the Community of podcast. So, thank
1: you. Thank you so much, Ben. I really appreciate your time and you doing... This for all of us too. It's such a great asset to leaders that we we know and leaders that we don't know, so that we can connect and keep doing the best we can and learning from each other. So thank you.
0: Wonderful. Well, everybody, as you listen to this episode, we're going to be wrapping up 2021. We will be back in 2022, and stay tuned. We've got some uh, we've got some little wrinkles in store in 2022, and I'll just give you a quick hint. One of those wrinkles is we are going to uh, start having some retirees come on the Community of Principals podcast and share some of the retirement stories as well and with uh, hashtag you matter. So stay tuned on all of those. Everybody enjoy the holidays. Enjoy the new year. Stay safe. Continue to support kids, support your staff. And I will see you all in 2022. Thanks again, Carla. Thanks, Ben. Well, thanks again to our guest. Let's continue to connect and and reflect reflect. because that's what leaders do. Thank you to all of our listeners. Don't forget to check out hashtag MemSpaChat Thursday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And you can also find more leadership tools at memspa.org.